You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The Imagine Theater's first ever video game night takes place on November 16th at the Imagine Theater in Royal Oak. Hosted by Activate's own Bailey Ray, you can play against friends and enemies in the newest sports games on the hottest systems. Get your hands on the latest in virtual reality or enjoy retro living rooms with the systems to match. Drinking food specials including an all-you-can-eat taco and nacho bar as well as door prizes and giveaways all night. Space is limited, so go to ActivateGaming.com slash Imagine to reserve your spot today. That's A-C-T-I-V, the number 8, Gaming.com slash Imagine. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep your hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that. Yo, 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 what up? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the tinfoil hat titan, aka the conspiracy realist. AKA the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles. Are we doing this again? Hey, man. Are we doing this again every week? Every week, man. Okay. All right. Uh, his name going wild. Mouth of the Midwest. Uh, the West Side Landlord. Negan of the West Side. <laughs> and the Overseer of the Whooping House. Tell your mama to buy the big box of rubbers. Been <laughs> <laughs> All right. I wasn't ready for that one, man. I yeah, really you wasn't. never are. I wasn't ready for that. I tried to keep it... Um, Okay. I try to keep it low key, man. I'm way more not low key. Is that is that like a that 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 shit doesn't seem like it makes sense. Um so uh how was the week, man? Uh, my week was fucked up. It was it was incredibly fucked up. Uh oh my bad. I'm I'm not catching the signals in here. Are we are we on? Oh like, yeah, are we going. are we taping? Are we live? Yeah, my week was fucked up. Uh I did have a birthday this week, so I feel like I accomplished in cheated death for another year, turned 35. Uh, but on my birthday, I blew the engine out of my truck. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so well, now I'm trying to find, like, uh, now I'm trying to find another whip and try and figure life out with no money, no credit, and, you know, just karma catching up to a motherfucker because I've been living wild as hell. Like, I had to hit and run. I done had all these incidents with the police, my car getting impounded. And now I blew the engine out of my truck on my birthday. Man, that's a hell of a week, brother. Yeah, but I made it to see another year, so I guess that's all well, that really birthday, matters. Man. You know, yeah, thanks, thanks. In spite of all the bullshit, in spite of all the bullshit, I did turn, I did celebrate another year of life. Yeah, that's what's up, man. But that kind of that's the, I put a damper on your day, though, right? Yeah, because it happened early in the day. Like I went out to breakfast on my way back from breakfast. I blew my shit out on ninety six, and then and I had to deal with that shit all day. And I drive a fucking bus. So, I mean, I, I drive an expedition. So, I mean, that bitch is big as a motherfucker. I could, it took three people to help me push this bitch when I blew it out on 96. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks, bro. Yeah, but I'm going to find me another whip. I'll be back on my feet in like, I don't know, hopefully a week or so. I mean, <laughs> God will. I mean, this is how I look at shit. As long as I'm above ground, I can try and figure this shit out. Like, if your problems can be resolved with money, it's really not a problem. Absolutely. So, I mean, you just got to figure out the the means to get it. So, I mean, you know, some shit will work out. I'll be driving something in about a week or so and I'll be back on. But, yo, shout out to Nicholas Financial because let me tell you something. I'm about to get another car and y'all can come pick that bitch up because I'm not paying no more notes Nick- as soon as I get into another ride. Nicholas Financial? Yeah. That sounds like some neighborhood shit. Uh, like dude down the street financial you know they write they write out in royal oak but my thing is as soon as i get into another car i'm not paying shit else the engine is blue just come pick it up just repo it 
Because hey, I don't give a fuck about my credit. I've, <laughs> I've been through a divorce. I've been through a foreclosure. I'll probably file for bankruptcy after this shit. So, I mean, it's it's just life. Like So here's how I think about credit, even though it's very necessary. Uh, after you got a house and after you got a car. Yeah, I got a place to live, and then I'm going to have a car, so fuck you. Your big purchase is pretty much over. <laughs> my lights are still on in somebody else's name. The cable is on. I got a cell phone. Like, I don't need shit else. So, uh, in about a week or so, y'all can come get it. And it's completely <laughs> worthless. Hey, man, uh, a couple of years ago, man, I tried to bluff the, uh, I tried to bluff Capital uh, Capital One Financial, whatever they call it. Oh, Capital One Financial sued the fuck out of me. What? Sued the fuck out of me for a credit card, right? No, it was for, I had my, my car financed. Oh. Me. And I was like, uh, I'm paying too much money. Can y'all refinance this? Cause, Absolutely cause not. Because they do refinancing all the time. But not for you. They was like, no, we don't refinance. <laughs> yeah, not for your ass. So I was like, well, listen. This shit too much. Either y'all do something with this, or y'all can come pick it up. They came and got. They that was bitch. like, no. They was like, what's the address? I'm like, uh, I'll call you back. <laughs> Let me send this pay- <laughs> send that payment out quick. Then the motherfucker. That's quick. fucked up. But I don't care. Like as soon as I get, like I don't give no fuck. As long as I can drive, pick my babies up, and do what I need to do. Like I don't care. Like come get it. Fuck. Like my credit has been in the shit for about ten years, Jesus. and I done survived. Like I don't give a fuck about credit. I don't. I know it's a, it's probably an ignorant thing for me to say. Especially but, after the, the financial literacy episode. That we yeah, had. but but fuck it. I've learned how to survive with, with little to nothing. See, that, that's the problem with the creditors don't realize about me is that I've already learned how to survive with little to nothing. Okay. So fuck it. Like, if you give it to me, I'm going to fuck it up. If you <laughs> let me let me run down my list of fuck ups. Okay. Three credit cards. I did a scam with Cash Advance America last year where I ran them niggas up for about two grand. Talking about, should you be saying this? I don't give a fuck. Oh. I don't like the worst you can do is sue me. And when you sue me and I go to court, I still don't have no money. Right, so I mean, right. you're not going to get shit. You can garnish my check. Oh, friends, friends of the court already does it. So oh, I don't, still ain't paid. The, 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 hey, man, the look, I'm going to file for bankruptcy next year, up, and I'm going to start all over again, and I'm going to run some more shit up. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not responsible, and I don't get no fuck about it. Give me the money. Just give me the money and watch me fuck it up. <laughs> so I almost want to bring up something because you, you mentioned. What's up? So you mentioned some sort of scam that you uh, ran last year, right? Cash Advance America. Okay. So a few years ago, <laughs> there was a, there was another uh, situation. There was another scam I was involved on when I was on the Problem Solvers. Yeah. Because I was involved. I, please tell the story. This story time with Dane, please. Okay. I'm a, I'm gonna tell it real lightly because I don't want to throw no names out here because my homeboy is in jail. He comes from a pretty prominent family, and it'd be. It'd be real fucked up, and I ain't trying to drag nobody. But I was closely involved with somebody running a Ponzi scheme. Okay. A huge Ponzi scheme, like <laughs> $10 million worth of scheming. And, you know, one day we coming out of lunch. Special limitations over? Nah. nah yeah, it's, be careful. Yeah, yeah. So one day we coming out of lunch at uh, Champs out in Livonia. Nah, it's, I don't know if that's Livonia. The one on Orchard Lake or whatever coming out of lunch and we see all these fucking cameras and shit i'm like what the fuck is this bullshit going on who out here taking pictures it's the motherfucking problem solvers <laughs> run right the fuck up on on my homeboy with the camera now i'm a couple feet behind but i still make it in the shot like the the commercial probably started running like a week later after you know the shit popped off like my phone was was shaking like a stripper's ass and <laughs> God, you know, God bless the dead. My mama called me, was calling me at the time, 
and I was trying to spend my mother. You can't but, spend my Nah, mother. you can't. You can't. Because that's a different type of guilt trip. Right. And only old, only old people leave voicemails is what I believe. And my mother left me a really straightforward voicemail talking about, I don't know what's going on. I saw you on Problem Solvers. You need to call me now. And that was it. You know, so, call my mom. Yeah, I had to call my mom and like kind of explain what was going on. But let me tell you, at the time when this shit was popping, like I was on a run. I bought a half a million dollar house out in Canton with no credit, <laughs> no money down. And I lived in this bitch for about two years off of some scheme and shit. I mean, the house is still there. Nice ass subdivision. I, I was probably like me and my family at the time were only you know, like the second black family in the sub. And you know, this is a... It's kind of fucked up because you ain't tell me about this shit. Like about when, the house when this was going down. Like how come I couldn't get me a crib? Now in retrospect, I'm glad you didn't because I definitely would have probably fucked with it. Look, me and all my homeboys had like big ass houses. That's fucked up. Man. Like my homeboy Don it's had a house that I didn't know. That's fucked. Up. It is. My homeboy Don had a house in St. Clair Shores. This bitch was six thousand square feet with a dock on the back. You could just pull your boat up to his house. He have a boat. I think he did buy a boat. Jesus, like. A few of my homeboys bought Maseratis, Lamborghinis. Like, we was doing some fool shit with the money. Like, fucked it all the way up. So, if I survived BNF that. BNF out here, basically. Just nah. You get the billboards say the housing market You is know what, ours. man? Our intentions started off good. Like, I just wanted to be on the cover of Black Enterprise. Like, I thought, like, we could turn this shit into something. Into something positive because we started off wanting to help people with the investments. But okay. then the money started coming in. Niggas get greedy. And, you know, you start going stupid. But, yo, I had a half million dollar house. I lived in it. I survived a fucking foreclosure, like, for a half a million dollar house. And I don't think people really can put that. Like, when motherfuckers tell you, like, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that. Like, I did the shit. I manipulated the banks. I did what the fuck I had to do. And I live like, I lived that shit. We didn't live poor in that motherfucker. I had house full of furniture and my ex-wife my three fucking kids like we lived in that motherfucker two cars well, like we over, did we did that shit i really don't have no kind of ill will for getting over on the banks i mean it's what it is they get over they get over uh, on us man all the time. look you can't even call your bank and get them away with fucking 30 dollar overdraft you like they go and you work for a bank so you and, fucking know that shit and i'd be like sorry i can't <laughs> sorry i can't wait close my goddamn account <laughs> Did it this morning, matter of fact. That overdraft fee is some bullshit, man. And you know what's so crazy is, like, I didn't know about this story until, like, maybe this was, like, third or fourth podcast. Yeah. It was off the air, and you told me this shit, right? Yeah. The story goes way deeper. I just don't want to disrespect nobody's yeah. family or yeah, nothing. Yeah. But, like, the story goes way deeper. It's connected to some people in Detroit that actually mean something. Yeah, yeah, for sure, and, for sure. you know, that gospel but, mafia is real. For sure, but... Niggas that sing gospel music will take you the fuck out. I did a little bit of research. Okay. I got on YouTube... And I start putting the search in there. And I may or may not have found the actual video. It's out there. If you Google my real name. It may I'm, be the artwork for this episode. That's yeah. all I'm saying. If you Google my real name, like a bunch of bullshit comes up. And guess what? I'm involved in all of it. <laughs> Hands on in all of that shit. Like I've lived my life with no fuck and no shame. And that's just how I make it through my day. You can't shame me about shit that I don't give a fuck about. Can't shame about. Can't shame me about shit I claim. Yeah. And I don't like I really don't care. Like I I done made it this far. Like I'm probably going I'm only 35. I got a good another 30 years of fucking shit up before, you know, they probably You can't be 65 still fucking shit up. Why like, can't I? At 35 you actually go into the financial highlight of your life. That's when you start actually hitting your prime financially. 
and we the um, podcast about to start popping. Well, yeah. you're 35, it's gonna work out that way. Don't don't disagree. I'm I'm saying like 10 years from now, I'll probably be on the beach covered in cocaine and young girls. <laughs> <laughs> Live, living my life, my beard will be down in my dick. I will be covered in cocaine and young women yeah, that's living up. the life. Nah, I probably get ma- I probably get oh, married. Shit. Yeah. I mean, I want to get married again. I ain't even going to front about this shit. Like, I want to get married one more time and just ride it on out. I got a, you know, I got somebody in my life. She, she looking, okay. she, she looking like she might, oh, she shit. might be, but who the fuck knows? That's a problematic bell, people. <laughs> Relationships are problematic. Definitely. definitely. Shit. Uh, there's been a lot of crazy shit going on this week. Let's get it started from the top. Cause this one I wanted to talk about bad as hell. Mariah Carey. Man, she want fifty million motherfucking dollars for this relationship. For what, what? How do they determine they wanted a, um, a friendship? I, I don't know. Let me they, tell you something. If she get fifty million dollars for breaking up with this nigga and the house, and gets to keep the ten million dollar ring, and he has never tested the inside of that vagina, something is wrong with life. That shit is beyond me. Like, so y'all don't work out. Y'all wasn't married. And you want fifty million uh, inconvenience fee is yeah. what they refer to it as. You want fifty million dollars for being inconvenienced. What type of precedence would this shit they, set? She slept in a different room. She said they oh she's old fashioned, so they slept in a different room. All right, let me just ring the bell right now. You can't look, and we have a lady in the room, but I I just feel like I need to say this. You cannot look me in the eye and tell me that Mariah Carey's vagina. Does not have a million and two miles on that shit. You sleeping in the bed next well, door? I don't know. She only fuck with money. She had the old so, like. It, she really only hoes only fuck with money too. Prostitutes only fuck with money. She she was fucking with the the, the she fuck with billionaires and Nick Cannon. He's a multi millionaire, but she, so uh, you don't think a, if regular niggas can trick off on on pussy, you don't think a billionaire a bill with the with the capital B? Well, you know what. I take that back because Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey, she definitely fucked with the hood. She was in the studio with Cam and them. Like, she she was in the do- studio with Old Dirty. Yeah. Like, let, let's go yeah. back through her history. Her, allegedly, her she ain't be, that prissy. Her, she be hitting the weed. <clears throat> she don't want that out. There's nothing wrong with weed, though. I, I, hate how, I hate how you go about that. I don't think nothing wrong with it. But, why don't, but you don't smoke, though. I don't, but shit, I, I mean. Are you better than this? <laughs> like that's how I feel. Like, are you better than niggas that no, smoke man, weed? I just, I just know my limits. You know, some people don't need no kind of uh, no drugs. Because, there is no limits when it comes to marijuana. You know, I, I, I think if I if I was to take drugs other than this alcohol, something bad would happen to me. No, it wouldn't. We will, we will get us to a better place, dog. I do believe in uh, uh, the the medical. I, I support it hundred percent. Even though I don't smoke, I support it. I think people should be able to smoke. We got a line on the dispensary, don't we? Yeah, we do. Okay, because I'm just looking to get high on my spare time. <laughs> uh, but Mariah Carey in this fucking. So what do you what do you think? Because I, think I feel she, like if she win this shit, it's gonna set a bad precedence for the everyday man. She out a rabbit ass mind. Why the fuck would I give you fifty million dollars and keep the ring? So that means and your, get a mansion in L.A. Your girl could hit you with that shit if you break up with her. An inconvenience fee. How much you think she charge you? Ten racks. Hey man, we have a really nice relationship. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to happen. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Tread lightly out there. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Like every relationship would be at risk. Do you? I think. Oh man, I don't want to play devil's advocate with this shit, but like. I would probably. What's the reason for marriage if you can sue for money when y'all not married? Goes back to the marriage episode. Like if it's just a contract, like literally, what's the whole point? Of, I need to move this bill closer. It's cheaper to kill her. 
Jesus. <laughs> I just say it. When you start talking money like that, it's cheaper for me to take your life. No, what is cheaper is for me to put a pound of cocaine in your car and call the police on you and get you arrested. That's some now, that's shit. cheaper. That's some whole shit. You're not going. To, you're not. It's better than killing. Um, you about to have like uh, killing sets a different tone for the next woman. Listen, because <laughs> <laughs> bitch, I'm not afraid of murder. Hey, this nigga, <laughs> hey, listen, Jay Johnson does not condone these violence against women. Uh, I'm not saying beat her, but I'm killing is just real smooth. It's it's a one time deal. Now listen, man, how much a, a bag of cocaine costs? Throw that bitch in her trunk. Say, uh, officer, I just got ran off the road by this. I'm not well versed number. in cocaine, but you can probably get a pound of weed and throw it in the trunk too. And hey man, you get her out the picture, you ain't had to kill nobody, and it don't it only cost you a pound of weed. That's a pound of weed going to waste. If I get caught, I can do that time. I'm not doing the 15 years of life for murder. You probably won't do. Niggas don't do life for murder, dog. I mean, they gave Kwame 28 years for shit that you did on <laughs> shit that you did a couple years ago. So yeah. that was, that's our second topic. So uh, goddamn, you right. Uh, Kwame's gonna get out of jail. I so listen, man. I signed a little petition online. I posted. How to make you feel? It makes me feel great. <laughs> what really made me feel great about it was, you know, you post. I didn't know this was gonna happen. So you posted on Facebook or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess whoever lit clicks on the link from Facebook, they email you and say, hey, you signed this person up or whatever. Like 15 people signed to the petition to get Kwame out of here. Like, listen. This was up. I figure you get like an autograph 8x10 or something. I'm like, hey, this, I just, this, this, you know, <laughs> shout me out on Twitter when you get out of some shit. You know what I'm saying? But look, he did wrong, fine. You're going to do some time, okay, great. But 28 years, you better have killed a couple people for 28 years. Everybody so. that's been involved in politics in the city of Detroit has schemed and gotten some type of kickback. Like, business is about kickbacks. You know what I'm saying? If I own a landscaping company and you hook me up with a contract and you say, hey, I, I gave you that referral. You think you should you could look out for me? You think you can give me $200 for that $1,000 worth of business? I mean, that's just how business fucking works. It definitely is how business works. And, and I think some people in the city, like, well, he stole money. Well, it's not necessarily stealing money. So, like, if I'm the mayor and I know you do construction and I got a construction gig, I'm giving it to you, like, because you my man. Yeah. And I would rather have you out here doing legal work than have you out here slanging drugs. And because I and because I gave it to you, break me off a stack for it. Now, good luck. Yeah. Hey, that's just the love. Now, whether you got to pay ten percent to church, like, 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 pay up. So, um, but 28 years, man, that's way too much time, man. That's just way too much time. I'm hope I was hoping that, uh, cause you know, this is what I think. Cause I put my tinfoil hat, hat in my conspiracy. Of course, um, of course. So Obama went and visited the prison that Kwame was at uh, a few months ago. You think they sat down and chopped it up? Officially, he did not talk to him at all. But come on, dog. Back in 2000 and, well, two thousand and what two. 2004, 2006, they the got Democratic a couple pictures together. Yeah. I, matter of fact, I put it on uh, Flashback Friday today on Instagram. Um, Kwame and Barack. Like, if Kwame would have kept his nose clean, he could fuck around and be the president. He could have been the president. I ain't going to go that far. Why not? Nigga with no earring ain't never going to be president. <laughs> so check this out. If you wear your suits from Van Dyke's, got a pair of gators and a diamond earring, you're no. never going to be president. So, so... Kwame, uh, he definitely had the gift of gab. He can talk. But I got the gift of gab. That don't mean book. I'm going to be president. I read it. Man, they made Barack president. Come on now. There, there's huge differences. Do me a favor. If <laughs> if you're interested in this, go to YouTube, type in Barack, um, 
the the video from when he went for state senate, he went against Allen Keys. Barack versus Allen Keys. Oh, he didn't have he didn't have no mouthpiece back then. He like, did not. Allen Keys, Allen Keys was 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 sunning them left and right. Up, like it was really embarrassing. So if when they re- it's ready for you to be president, you're gonna be president. They put the they put the Allen Keys treatment on him. They took what Allen Keys did to him, and he did that exact same thing to Sarah Palin. But like literally. But what I'm saying is this: I read Kwame's book, right? Mm-hmm. And the whole earring thing. Did you know the earring that was in his ear was actually the first diamond his he bought his wife? So her first wedding ring. So he used to wear it in his in his ear as good respect luck. for her. And then the issues in their marriage actually uh, start taking off when he took the earring out because he caught so much flack for it. So she took it as when you took that earring off, you was taking me off. And that that little bond that they actually had, it was bigger. It was bigger than just I'm rocking. The that sounds like good old hood love. If I ain't never heard of that. <laughs> for sure, they from two niggas from the hood. Yeah, both from the west side. Yeah, both from the west side. So I thought that was dope. Uh, sign up petition, man. Get that man out of jail. I did sign a petition. Twenty eight years. Two. Come on, man. Twenty eight years. Nah. He got to pay. Two, he got to do twenty eight years, and I think he got to pay like two mil back. I'm sure he got the bread somewhere offshore. Oh, they definitely got that bread. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Because they've they've never found that money. But 28 years. That's is why they gave him so much. They gave him so much time because they wouldn't tell where all the money was at. That's fine because I can get out in 28 years and never be poor again. Right. So I almost hope that his sons uh, get schooled in the game. I hope he gets a real good mentorship. Come back to the city and run for mayor. One of his sons. That'd, That'd be, be the ultimate success story. Like the whole. I write a movie about that shit. That would be movie worthy. Uh, what else popped off? Yo, what the fuck is this casino doing where they ain't get this lady her $42 million? No, you know how fucking pissed that would be? So if y'all haven't heard the story. I would be in jail right now. They offered. So this lady, she goes to the casino. She playing the slot machine. She wins $42 million. Uh, they come out and say, oh, my bad. It was an error. Would you like this steak dinner? Fuck no, I don't want no steak. <laughs> $42 million and then you offer me a steak dinner? I've been kicked out of the casino for way less. Mm-hmm. I would have tore, the, I would have been jitting on top of a motherfucking craps table if you would have told me I don't get $42 million. <laughs> Call the police right now because I'm about to fuck this shit up on an epic level. Yeah, what was that? Episode one or two where you talk about when, when I When I punched, when I punched that stud <laughs> in the casino? <laughs> Yes, that, that was on the earlier episodes. I did, I did punch a stud in the casino. But let, me, wild but let me tell you something. I won $42 million and you trying to tell me psych? I've been broke too long for some shit like that. You know what's really fucked up? She posted this picture on Facebook before she got like, nigga, why did you just post on Facebook? She had a the picture, the selfie with the thing in the background. Like you She was too to, excited. She was too excited. You about to get your head knocked off posting you won $42 million on the internet. Let me tell you something. What I'm going to do when I win $42 million, this cell phone right here, I'm flushing it down the toilet. You've, you'll never hear from me again. We'll do Shop Talk podcast where I'm sitting on an island somewhere in Trinidad doing cocaine with young models well we'll see this weekend because uh, i plan on hitting the powerball tomorrow <clears throat> hey man one time one time when i think it was like the powerball or some shit was like 500 million dollars i started just googling shit that i would randomly buy uh i found a website that'll send me a tiger cub for 650 dollars okay. i want four of them <laughs> to be perfectly honest i actually researched that myself yeah i want a tiger I, cub I literally tried to so in 2012 my, uh my best friend we had uh we threw his bachelor party in vegas and I literally wanted to do the whole, um, I wanted to buy a tiger and put that bitch in the bathroom and like a uh, hangover A movie. baby tiger? 
I just wanted to see how much a tiger would cost, and clearly, and they're pretty can, cheap. They're affordable. You can definitely buy tigers. They're affordable. Shit. But I was this like, shit was like less than a thousand dollars to get a tiger. Yeah. Well, I, shipped to me in Detroit. Better, uh, better judgment prevailed, and I did not buy a tiger. Let me tell you something. If I win a significant amount of money, I'm gonna show you what new money looks like. Give me the catalog. I'm gonna show you how daddy balls. Straight up, <laughs> straight up. My my body will be covered in tattoos. I will probably wear four Rolexes at a time because I need to know what the time is in all type of countries. And I will have a pet tiger. Man, I always said uh, if I hit the lotto or whatever, I'm just gonna send out a text to a couple people and tell them meet me at the airport. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna say I won this or whatever. And uh, whoever don't show up. They, they just missed. They, they just, just missed the fuck out. Yeah, they just missed out, and I'm I'm leaving on the next plane to wherever. Well, when the, where is the next plane leaving? Give me that one. Yeah, I'm fucking around and go to Utah. I don't care. That's what <laughs> that's where we gonna end up at. It's, it's polygamy in Utah. That's that's my type of Utah. <laughs> here we come. Shit. That's when I get married again when polygamy wives. is legal. I really think it should be legal. We gonna do a whole episode on Pol- it. if gay marriage. Look, if gay marriage can be legal, I don't see why polygamy can't. I believe wholeheartedly that polygamy can save the black family. We'll say that for another episode because I got some really, some really I, stringent feelings about polygamy, but it can save the black family. I actually believe that is the case as well. But we, 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 we agreed on something. Yeah, God damn yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> what's up? Oh, this chick in China got 20 of her boyfriends to buy her iPhones. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> this is trapping out the bando for real. Uh, yeah, it is. It, it really sold twenty. I bought a house with her iPhone. So that's you know it's a lot of it's a lot of uh, men in China and not enough women. I think no. that's what happens when when you have too many men, not enough. I women. don't know, man. You set you set a pretty hood chick up. She could probably. I'm gonna say you know twenty. I mean? She could pull off five. You know what I mean? Metro. She gonna have to buy. To buy <laughs> well, technically, a house in the city may not run you back. Run. You might get one in the auction. For, I mean, fit. You can get a house for fifteen hundred through the auction. You I, see, old girl who shot up her crib. Yeah, that she won the auction. She was fooling. She was fooling. She shot up the crib with the baby in her arms. Yeah, her son was just like, "Mom, what's up?" Like, that was fucked up. Yeah, but she got twenty of these niggas to she, kick in house, iPhones. That house that she bought was worth about five metros. Yeah. It's, it's the fact is two things that, that are concerning to me. The number one, she conned 20 niggas in a buy her iPhones, which is amazing. And number two, that she was able to buy a house. Guess, Even if it's a little trap house. I guess the I mean, real estate is uh, cheap in uh, China. Like, who knows? Yeah. She came up, though. I ain't even mad. Shout out to China, though. I like their fashion. What was that, Japan? Japan, I think, I think he got them fucked up. Yeah. Like, should be made hey, no, in China. I know this is pretty same difference. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's, it's com- it Chinese and Japanese are two completely different things. Eh, uh, peace pipe, crack pipe. <laughs> oh no, you, you, <laughs> you, you can own that one, bro. You can own that one. I know. Uh, <laughs> it's not right. I, just, I don't know. I can't tell the difference. Yo, NBA season started this week, and the first nigga to take a humongous L is Christian Thompson. Is wrong with him? He got Khloe Kardashian's name tattooed, tattooed across his back. Like, is that real though? Like, I saw the picture, but is that like real in real life? If it's on the internet, it must be real. That is true. <laughs> I mean, if you can Google it, this shit's real. I feel like, well, the first nigga to jump out the window and did some shit like that was Nick Cannon when he got Mariah tattooed on his back. Like after three days, he ended up marrying her and having two children, all that other bullshit. But Christian Thompson, like, what the fuck? You is can't cover that you? up. I had my ex-wife's name tat- tattooed on me. And before I got it covered up, it was like an uncomfortable conversation I would have with other women. You got to cover, like, if it doesn't work, you got to live with that one forever. So here's the story. 
Who's do you have a woman's name tattooed on you? No, but there's somebody running around with my name tattooed on them. Your fault. Uh, did you tell her to do it? I did not. Oh. And she showed up at my job and was like, hey. And she showed me her ankle and it said Jason on it. Does it still say Jason? Uh, I don't know. But I was like, I was upset because like. Upset a, that she would do something so stupid? Like what? Because like, that, do, am, I spo- <laughs> am I supposed to go next? or <laughs> Nah. Uh, it's got to be. I think getting somebody's name tattooed on you is the death knell of a relationship. She broke up me like a week later. And you're stuck. We broke up like a hundred times, but like that's that's the craziness that she was dealing. Those with. Those are young time. relationships. Yeah, it so was I like mean, twenty twenty one or some shit. But like literally, you popped up with my at, at work. Like, hey, check this out, and you got my name tattooed on your ankle. Ugh. I had my ex wife's name tattooed on me. I probably got rid of it like three years ago. Where is that? It Pause. was on. It was on my heart. Oh, that's Nick. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was in. She was my wife. Shit, I was in love with her. The sentimental side of yeah. it. Going well. I, I got her name, but I had like my kids' names tattooed in the same area. So I mean, her name was fucking on my heart. But then, like you know, when so I started, you, when I started dating and being a savage and smashing and shit, so now, now what's on your heart? I have someone else's lips covering up her name. So your kids are surrounded by lips. Yes. <laughs> I won't throw her name out there, but I do have someone else's lips tattooed on my over my ex wife's name. Like so, they did like oh, I'm, oh, I'm not going there. It's like 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 if she kissed, you know, she had on lipstick, she kissed a piece of paper, and now that's over my ex wife's name. But but yo, it would be some uncomfortable conversations because now I'm laying here with another woman, and she's like, oh, are these your kids? What's what's that? Oh, that's my ex wife's name still tattooed on me. Yeah, man, that's interesting though. Man, fuck you. I mean, it's my body. I do what I want. Hey, absolutely, man. Yeah, do, do I do you, what man. I want. Uh, I feel like we're missing something else this week. Oh, yo, the Cubs won. Hey, man. Yeah, shout out to the Cubs. Fuck the Cubs, though. Uh, I want- <laughs> <laughs> uh, if the Cubs can win, my Lions can win the Super Bowl. I think we're going to do it. Mama, what I really want to talk about before we get into the real uh, point of this episode, what the fuck is Lil Wayne smoking? Crack. Like If, if you... This is this is my theory about Lil Wayne. I came up with this a while ago. If you t- if the TVs announced tonight that Lil Wayne was a vampire, you wouldn't even be surprised. You'd be like, "Man, that shit makes sense." Like this motherfucker be talking out the side of his goddamn ass. I'm almost I'm almost uh I shouldn't really give any attention because I even said like we be spreading so much negativity trying to inform people that we really be doing their job for them. But like they asked him about black lives. I don't know why you would ask. Well, I know why they asked him about black lives. Because he's black. But no, because he was on um, Skip Bayless and Steve, uh, Shannon Sharp show. He does the intro. He does the intro to that show. That too. song is weak as fuck. When has Lil Wayne really made like some some quality music? Two. It was after the Carter Two. It was all downhill. Okay, I give you that. I agree with you on that one. Uh, but he was like, racism don't exist, and uh, you know, he was saying a whole bunch of dumb shit. So they asked him about it, and he was like. Uh, he's rich. That proves Black Lives Matter, and don't nothing that's directly connected to him matter. Like he was just, he just went off the handle, and he was like, <laughs> "Black Lives Matter, especially to my bitches, or oh, my hoes, something of that nature." Like, what's wrong with him? He's always doped up, uh, and he hasn't said anything coherent in quite a few years. Number one, I don't see why. Why? What is the relevance of a Lil Wayne interview? Does he have new music coming out? No. I don't think he can he put out new music. He could probably. 
what what about what about that mixtape run that he had like back 10 12 years ago like it wasn't like people were telling oh wayne you can't put out music he was doing whatever the fuck he wanted well, he to. dropped them he dropped the mixtape uh last thanksgiving that shit was ass yeah i mean he he hasn't come out with any new but the thing that i'm i'm trying to get to is like what's the relevance of interviewing little wayne for anything right now he doesn't have any projects upcoming uh Mm-hmm. We don't hear about shit. Is he is he coming out to defend uh, Meek Mill from the the onslaught of ass whoopings he seems to keep catching? No, uh, Meek Mill been on a good week this week. Man, fuck Meek and that music. I told you last week. Even though he took all them L's, he dropped a successful project. Have you listened to it? I did about three times, and it's not that good. It's it's a. I mean, I'm not a giant Meek Mill fan. It's mediocre. It's not. It's not bad. It's like some songs that I fuck with. But uh, then he had the interview with Tax. And he's explained his side. It was pretty interesting. Uh, um, I couldn't, I really couldn't say anything negative about it. Um, but the t- when people tell the masses to like Meek Meek, Meek, Meek Mill again. Say that shit five times fast. Right. right. <laughs> when they get told to like Meek Mill again, then they just going to like him again. Nah, people man. Told to fuck him. Fuck that music. And he should just. What well, like, you want to come on podcast next week? I, I would invite him on and I would say fuck you and your music to his face. I don't believe it. It would be an incredible podcast. It would be like the Birdman Breakfast Club. <laughs> all tree, <laughs> y'all. Better put some respect on my name. He doesn't he doesn't strike me as the type of nigga that wants these hands. Now I'm not I'm like rappers be like in real life, like I've seen like like I used to work at the radio station, so I've seen like quite a few rappers like in real life. Mm-hmm. They're not big people. Like I'm legit, damn near six two and two fifty. Like now, if you want to rumble, I, and I'm not gonna say I can't take a L, but like you are gonna earn that bitch though. You know what I'm saying? Like you are gonna look like you fought a bear. So now, and, you, now you want to fight Meek Mill? Uh, <laughs> if we taped it, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> you you seen that video of uh, him on YouTube hitting that, that punching bag with them noodle with them, them noodle. ramen noodle arms? <laughs> Come on, man. He ain't gonna knock me out. He ain't gonna knock me out. <laughs> We, we can push this table to the side and we can go for some. It's gonna, it might be a lot of hugging on his part, but he ain't going to knock me out. I, I feel you. I feel you. I can't complain about that. <laughs> that was a bad video, B. That, was, that shit should have never came out on the internet, though. His, his arms look like fucking spaghetti noodles. Mm. He is not He is not going to throw them hands on Dame. He really did it. Man, I'm not going in on he look, he, look, I got a teenage son that's got more muscle definition than Meek Mills. You know what I'm saying? My my oldest son come here, give me give me 150 push-ups, and probably rock Meek Mill in his shit. Very possible. <laughs> very possible. It's not it's not very possible. It is completely possible. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, we got special guests, yo. We definitely got some special guests. <laughs> yo, uh, <laughs> what a transition! <laughs> <laughs> what a transition! Yeah, uh, man. Uh, we definitely got special guests in the building. Uh, from High You Clothing. Yeah, yeah, and they came bearing gifts, man. Like that's the- first of all, thank you. Like, let's just put it out there. Just, just a simple appreciation, man. It was a good look. Uh, so we'll be certainly rocking t-shirts and. Crew next on the next it's on the Muhammad, next podcast. This Muhammad Ali shirt is some really really dope shit. And guess what? It's not your fucking size. <laughs> it is my size. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it is some really really dope shit. Yeah, man. And it's crazy, kind of like how the connection came about. You can probably speak on it because I ain't really been involved in it. Yeah. So um, a few months ago, um, I was online and I saw um, 
Charlemagne rocking this Malcolm X shirt. Yeah. It's like a white shirt, and it has like the hair, the glasses, and like, like the, the silhouette. Beard, the too. silhouette. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, man, this. I had to retweet. Like, dog, this is a really, really dope shirt. And um, they had retweeted me or whatever, and I started following them. And I went to their website and looked at some of the clothing, and it was just like really dope. I'm like, man, this is some pretty nice clothes or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I just started following and looking, and then looking online. I'm like, wait a minute, they're from Detroit. Like they 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 they're local and um and that's kind of like how this whole thing started and I want to introduce our guest please introduce yourself what's up man I'm P from High You Clothing yeah yeah what's up P uh good guy man love the love the designs love everything um how long have you guys been doing um it's been five years now okay okay started in uh 2011 started in uh 2011 in August okay um. I'd say like 2013, it started getting serious. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, the progression really just been kind of like a thousand percent. You know what I'm saying? Like every year, just kept getting better and better and better. And Was there like a specific piece or like a you know like that tipping point for your business? Like, yeah. Not really, man. It's been pretty consistent. Um, there was the uh, Detroit Tigers piece that came out. So. It was a local piece, so a lot of people attracted to that. Um, it had, like, the rings on it, on the sleeves, mm-hmm. and uh, that popped off pretty good. But everything's been pretty consistent as far as the pieces go. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Now, um, how'd you, was this always, like, a passion of yours? Or since? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've always, like, been into clothes since I was real little. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then high school, and then, like, just kept going, kept buying 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 clothes i would mow lawns to buy bait you know what i'm saying okay oh, wow and so like <laughs> you know what i'm saying mow like 10 lawns buy one babe shirt gotcha you know what i'm saying and so it got to the point where i was like man i'm what do you spend the most money on it's like clothes i yeah, start making them you know what i'm saying yeah 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 and so that's pretty much that's dope um i never i, I didn't i didn't jump on the bait wagon man it was like really expensive man. It was the, so much money on bait. Like one wash shrunk done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was $90. <laughs> like uh, Just the colors was too crazy but, for me to jump on. But I used to blow money on clothes. Like, you know, we worked, uh, we was working at Comcast yeah. back in the day. I can't tell you how much money. So we was getting probably like, like 20 grand a year easy. We was getting like a good three, four thousand dollar commission checks a month. Yeah. You know, and like That's I would blow true. all, I'm like, I don't yeah. know where that money went. But to Mister Allen's Northlands, I want jeans with that big ass red monkey. Like, oh, oh man, I remember when the red monkey jeans came in like that wood box. Oh, he, had <laughs> all. he had every pair. Swear, yeah, like, man. Man, I went, like, I went through my know. closet, um, and I, I literally kind of like seventy two pair of jeans. They all fucking blue jeans. I'm like, no, this is stupid. Crazy. How many of them were baggy as fuck? Baggy to them, like same waist size, but the baggy as shit. <laughs> Like, what was going on? Tall tees and, you know, all type hey, of... Hey, man, look, I used to put my tall tees in a dry cleaner, bro. Mm. You wanted to keep that bit. I, yeah, I wanted to keep it tall, crisp, and clean as fuck. Shout out to my man Fred. I used to wear it. I used to keep the red sticker on it. Yeah. And after the sticker, like, you want to get rocking once with the sticker. After the sticker came off, it was like, yeah, it was gone. Yeah, man. Also, shout out to the white tee man. That number's still on my phone. So it was a guy, you would call him, and he would pull up, open the trunk, and sell you some white tees. Hey, man, the the hustle never dies. Never dies. Uh, so are you 
business operations are still based out of strictly in the Detroit no, area? No, I've been in Florida for the past couple of years now. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just just need to change the scenery, different energy. You know what I'm saying? So i am uh, been in Orlando for the past couple of years. Okay, cool, cool. So did we just catch you on a good week and you happen to be, yeah, be yeah. home? Okay, yeah, exactly. that's low. I was like, uh, he said, when can we get uh, on a Friday? And I was like, I'm actually here this week. So That was perfect. It yeah, was perfect timing. leave on Monday, so it was perfect. It was perfect timing. So I noticed that all the clothing is handmade. Yeah. Uh, how's that process? like? It's... Uh, it's tedious, you know what I'm saying, but uh, you cut out the middleman, so it, you know, you, you become it becomes a passion. You just you enjoy doing it, you know what I'm saying. So the tediousness is just canceled out. Okay. But yeah, everything's done out of the house. Everything hand printed, you know what I mean. Um, hand sewn, you know everything, pretty much. That's pretty dope. So who who kind of puts you up on? Because sewing is, is something you kind of got to pick up. I, yeah. So I mean, who who kind of introduced yeah. you to the life? Was it moms? I, no, I. Uh, I actually learned over Skype because when I yeah, chill out, yeah, I learned how to sew. <laughs> I didn't know how to do anything, nothing. You know what I'm saying? I just was like, I'm going to do this one day. You know what I'm saying? And and just never stopped. So Man, I internet bought, is a yeah, great. I mean, resource. I bought like the heat press that I still use today on Craigslist. Drove to like 30 mile, bought it. That's dope. Like I don't know Romeo or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 that's about 30 mile like, area. The deal was so good. I just went and bought it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I used to cop all type of shit off the yeah. <laughs> off Craigslist. In retrospect, it was a bad idea. I used to show up places by myself, like it, like it was a bad, it was a bad idea. I, mean, I never it, got got, you know what I'm saying? Right. But like, I, thank God, I yeah. always think that too. But uh, that's pretty dope. So you know, last year, um, Kanye was going on some rants about clothing and all that stuff. Yeah, did you agree with him or was he tripping or? Um, I don't really know, man. You know what I'm saying? He's <laughs> he he's on a different uh, wave. It, it's. Uh, it's high fashion. Yeah. He's after, you know what I mean? And uh, that's just a different game. Like so, so I don't know. Like, yeah. so, you guys' clothes, yeah. uh, which I think are very dope, Thanks, and they're they're handmade. Yeah. So yeah. when you look at, quote-unquote, high fashion, they have this giant price tag. Sure. But I think, quality-wise, if something is handmade, like, that would be more quality-wise yeah. than something that someone's charging. Sure. Twelve hundred because he's charging like twelve hundred dollars for a white t shirt. Sure, sure. Like it's uh it's yeah, man, it's tough to say because supposedly that white t shirt was some special quality, you know what I mean? But I'm I've actually felt it, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's 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 overpriced. They know it's overpriced. Right. You know what I mean? But uh there there are some people in high fashion that are respected uh amongst those that can sew because even Kanye said in interviews that like your favorite designer doesn't know how to sew, like, and he's made that a point. You mm-hmm. know? Um, like Tom Ford is 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 so respected in the industry because he's actually hands on with everything. You know what I mean? Mm. To whereas someone who's super popular and well respected is like Raph Simmons, high fashion, and he doesn't. He's not. He doesn't know how to sew. Wow. You know. So I don't know, man. It's it's tough to say. You know. So was how you clothing your first. And like kind of foray into in into fashion? Uh like my first attempt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just kinda of went with this one and been going with it. How'd you come up with the name How You Clothing? Or How You? Oh, uh, we were just like shooting around names and we were like, Oh, How You sounds tight. Like it just stuck, I don't know, it just sounded cool. And then kinda of came out with like an acronym shortly after the logo kinda of came with it. Okay. Yeah, it's just kind of like sitting down, bouncing ideas, really. 
after we were like, hey, yeah, let's do this. That's pretty dope. Um, so, like, where does the inspiration for some of the pieces go? Um, really dope Malcolm X shirt, clearly. Um, yeah, really dope yeah. uh, Muhammad Ali. Like, what are the like the inspirations and where that come from? Yeah, they just come from wherever. It could be anything, you know. It could be like a box of cereal, like the back of it or something that you see on there. Um, movies, you know, uh, World Star. Could be whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like for real, it could come from anything. It could come from this room. Like this looks like it could be a dope plaid shirt or something, you know. Okay. I love plaid. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, I love the, yeah. the, the long sleeve plaid shirts. Yeah. Make you feel like a lumberjack? I have no <laughs> idea. Like, I, I didn't realize that someone pointed out when I looked at my closet, like, don't have a lot of, a lot of plaid shirts. Like, That's dope. That's your thing, I guess. Yeah, I guess it is. You know, <laughs> and hoodies, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but that's uh, extremely dope. So how um, has the, the, the reception been um, locally, internationally, or? Yeah, um... We get love from everywhere, really. Okay. I would say it's pretty even across the board. Uh, Virginia, a lot of love in Virginia. We got a couple homies from the D who moved out there. Okay. They got it popping out there. Um, uh, Texas. Okay. Texas. And uh, probably Michigan. That's what I listened to. um uh, Charlemagne's Brit- podcast, the Brian um, Brian, I, yeah, I listen yeah. to that all the time. Yeah. Um, and I see you guys have made them some pillows and yeah. some things, whatever. And they, yeah. you know, gave you guys a shout out. That was a pretty decent, that was a pretty good yeah. look. We should actually have some stuff coming soon. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to jinx it, I guess, but <laughs> right. it's, but it's, uh, it's, it should be coming soon. That's what's up, so. man. So, do you, are you have a lot of relationships like that? Like, you know, Charlemagne or, or any. Or is that is that the part of this that's coming soon as um, you know kind of kind of under the radar right now? I don't know. We've like we've had some pretty cool stuff happen so far. Like he got to roll up with Nas. Wow! Oh. Wow! And like and, he, he, get on the mic and introduce, introduce yourself. yourself. Please, Come on, please. like you've been drinking oh, with us. Up the um, mall. He How can't. He can't even tell people that story because they don't believe him. They're like, "Nah, that's, that's, this is the perfect platform you know to to tell that story, Maul." You know what? I don't even smoke, but I probably will roll up. He with, wants to roll up with. Him. Like I literally probably. I didn't would. even get to. I because I was working, so I had the camera, and we were like working backstage with Boldy James at the time in Texas okay. at South by. Okay, this was 2015. And shout out to Boldy. Yeah, shout yeah. out to Boldy, man. Yeah, yeah, he's he's done nothing but show love, and uh, he brought us with him, and we were backstage, but. I was working, so I was shooting his DJ, who happened to have a set before Boldy went on. Mm-hmm. And so Boldy, him, and um, his manager were backstage or whatever, and they were chopping up with Nas. And I walked by because they had already went ahead of me. And by the time I walked by, I looked to my right. He's standing over there rolling up with Nas, like breaking it. I'm like, I, I didn't even know what to think because I had to keep going. That's dope as fuck. Somebody took a picture. I know you got that picture yeah, somewhere, man. we had man. a couple, like, videos and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably have, that'd be on my screen. <laughs> yeah, man, and <laughs> and Boldy, that like that's a good look. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like Super just good. just being that south by and mm-hmm. just his movement, like watching him just kind of like come up and where where he's at and where he is positioned to put himself. Awesome. You know, you know, uh, in the near future, like if you're not up on his music, like you you shitting yourself because Boldy is dope as fuck. Like that next wave, mm-hmm. like. I want like in my opinion, Detroit rap is broken up into like two phases, like before proof and after proof. And not to you know, you got you got a lot of rappers that we kind of refer to as like proof's kids, like the mayor's kids. Mm-hmm. And then it's like that next generation. I just see Boldy like kind of putting on for the city 
with that next wave of rappers. I forgot what the name of that song is he got now with uh with Days, but it's mm. hard as bricks. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard it yet, man. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for his like a full length project to come out under that mass appeal umbrella. Because right. I'm sure him and Nas are sitting on yeah. like sitting on the, some uh, shit. The kind of creatures. Yeah, yeah. The kind of creatures so, joints he put out, I mean, man. I like Bowley, man. That's yeah. Dope. Man, because he's super underground. Man. Yeah. yeah, he is. He is. But I mean, he's got a dope following. Put yeah. puts out quality ass music, and I mean, literally, you can catch him anywhere in I the city. Know, I don't know him personally, but I know people who know him and interact with him. And yeah. from all accounts I've heard, he's a pretty cool guy. That's my you know, yeah. bro, man, he's he's the realest for real. Yeah, yeah. It's like where he like what he raps about. He living it. Yeah, yeah, for real. I mean, that's and that's the best. Like, if there's no. You know, you look at like a lot of artists now, like they don't, it's, their authenticity isn't there in the music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody, we, Doesn't I think, all, yeah, and I think off air, we kind of talked about it. Like Rick Ross is kind of who I put it on. Like every time you see him, he is Rick Ross. Like he is always Full in character. character. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like he's, st- when he gets, we probably, he's probably Rick Ross from like the bed to the bathroom like he's he's his regular self after he takes a shower like he's in full rick ross mode and ready to go so look the only thing i don't so i used to think the exact same way about ross right Mm -hmm. the only thing i don't know is if that's an actual character or if it's not a character it is dog he's he's playing that shit to the because it's like the reason the only reason i say that is because when everything came out and you about you being a ceo blah 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 like the easiest out for that would be the easy explanation. Oh yeah, I was a CEO. I was getting in. I was getting in some work off there. But if you actually did that, you can't say that. No, right. but but he so, ne- like, he never the, the, broke character. Though. The that's the thing. That you, <laughs> but the never the fact that you never said that because that's the easiest explanation. Yeah, kind of. Like, and then he came back though. He like doubled back. That made him bigger. Yeah, yeah. Right, but, which is like that doesn't. Make sense. And then like so. At the top, so when Fifty Cent went at him, yeah, we had that argument about Fifty Cent being a career killer, but he couldn't do it to he to Ross. But at the time, I, I, but at the time, did he lose? You know what I'm saying? No, but so. Ross kind of played it smart. Yeah, of, he didn't like he he didn't um yeah. Ross didn't he didn't go nowhere. He didn't flinch. He didn't, he didn't flinch. flinch. He, he just stood dropping. Yeah, and uh, I had to, you got to respect him for that. And Ross, I wasn't a fan of Ross until he keeps he puts out quality music deeper than rap, which was the song where he did get like that's the album where I thought he like started emceeing. All the other shit was like rap. He started emceeing and. Mm-hmm. I, I it's a couple album. motherfuckers that can rap their ass off, and like you, it's Ti. <laughs> inside joke. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, it's not an inside joke. It's not an inside joke because we have because we had the episode last week about Andre three thousand versus Ti. It was and a YouTube only episode, so we actually didn't put it on the podcast where. So go to YouTube hashtag Shop Talk Podcast. You see the Andre three thousand versus. And I feel, and I still feel like I won. What did you tell me? After the battle was over. I don't recall. So listen, <laughs> I know I'm not supposed to say this. You, but I'm going to say it disloyal. anyway. <laughs> I'm going to say it anyway. So we did the whole battle, and then when it was over, Dane was like, hey, is the camera off? <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, what up? He was like, all right, man, you may have got that one. I'm like, this motherfucker. <laughs> I argued it all the way to the end. Yeah, so everybody who texted me this week. Saying they rolling with Dame. Dame doesn't even roll with see. Dame. So you said Andre three thousand. Andre three thousand. Yes. Over Ti. Over Ti. I'm saying that all day. So listen. <laughs> Thank you. With but he was a. 
So this this is how it, it, it actually Come on, it actually I, came I expect about. better from you. <laughs> you rolled up with Nas. You rolled up with Nas. So you know what good music sounds like. So the whole thing, it really wasn't about me thinking that T.I. is a better rapper, though I do think now that you I... Just, you'll argue any you fucking... After I debate, I really do think that. But it was about, he said Andre was on his top five MCs of all time. And I'm like, why? I, I can name... I was like... Yeah. I can get five T.I. verses better than five Andre. And it, it just came off like an off-the-cup type of thing. Right, right. And then we actually started doing it. And what's so crazy is uh, I got feedback like, you didn't pick the right songs. I didn't mm. pick the right I, songs. I probably, like, after listening, after looking at my list, I was like, I probably left off some bangs. So what's people up, were sending me like, man, you would have killed him yeah. if you would have did. Like, mm. he picked Equipment I Verse. Uh, um <laughs> Bombs See? over Baghdad. Bombs over Baghdad. It's it's Bombs over Baghdad yeah. is a hard ass fucking song to rap over. Nothing, nothing with Dre by itself though. Nothing on. There is no Dre by. <laughs> yeah, what's the, the song with John Dre rap three verses by himself? What's the album? The split the album. Split Love album. Yeah, the, and uh, no Speaker rap. Box. Yeah, yeah, but it, it wasn't rap. Yeah, no. It nah. wasn't no rap song. Yeah, like he rapped like on Rose. The album was the good album as fuck. Right. It's That's good as fuck, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't just bars. Like I don't think there's a song with him rapping three bar three three no. verses of rapping by himself no, no like so. ever so i'm like you Maybe really can't either. put him in the top five okay, if you don't even have one saying. song yeah, he a group. where you it's rap a group yeah. yeah it's a group so well, all the, the props but one of the greatest groups in hip-hop history yeah, but like yeah, i think down. when he started dropping the freestyles like i'm walking out i think for whatever reason big boy role got diminished and outcast based on some freestyles you did like Big, you can. I'm not gonna sit here and call Big Boy no slouch. You know what I'm saying? Like he went bar for bar for 20 years with Andre 3000 and held his own. Like so, I'm not gonna sit here and call him no slouch. Every group is always somebody better than the other. This is this is always my theory. If yeah, like if it's like you say, any group there's gonna be one that outshines the other. Daz and corrupt. You know what I'm saying? Who was the better out Daz and corrupt? Oh man, corrupt. This is one of my favorite. I just wanted to make sure that. But, I love Corrupt. But Streets is a mother. That but, album was hard as bricks. But I will almost say the ego because Daz did all the, pro- the, production. the production. Daz is responsible for All Eyes on Me, even though Dr. Yeah. Dre get credit for it. He is responsible for All Eyes on Me. I want you to me. say it on, on air. Do you feel like Daz produced The Chronic? Ooh. I don't know. I don't know if he was, um, if he knew. He was, he was. I, I mean, know. the dog pound came out shortly after Doggy Style, yeah, so he, you got to think he just in retrospect of the timeline. He did. He said he learned making beats and everything from Dre. I don't know that Dre himself did the Chronic. I don't know. Oh man, don't don't disrespect the Chronic, bro. Mm. That's Dre's magnum is, opus. Yeah, but I don't know if he did it himself. Let's let's just keep the let's just keep the legend. Yeah, up. yeah. I mean, it, but it's not like we ain't never heard this that same yeah, shit about yeah, Dre. Yeah. Like because yeah, I know first. who made the in the club beat, and he from Detroit. He stayed down the street from me. That's been I got the original in the club beat on a beat CD before Dre got to it and tweaked it, like in real life. So That's and I know real- and I know it, it went down as Dre's song, but no, I got the original song. Sure. And the old ass CD. That sounds like somebody we need to get in this chair and tell us the <laughs> truth about story. the truth. Yeah. <laughs> if I can find it. Tell your truth, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're waiting on it. Because he ended up did signing a production deal with, uh, I forget which company. But yeah. Dre, I got a crazy, mm. maybe one day I'll tell this, but I got a crazy story about Big Sean's original production group and me and him having an altercation and me walking mm. away with a Big Sean beat that I still have. Mm. One yeah. day, one day we'll go there. Yeah, because we might, we might have some of the, we might have some affiliates on the show. Yeah, the one show. one day I'll go there. Actually, we might have some of them affiliates. So look, you know. my my 
my timeline of bullshit runs deep. Straight up. Yeah. <laughs> like, so we, like we, I've been living this life for a long time. So we'll hold that story until <laughs> I, I know the opportune time. And I still got this beat, too. Because I don't want to spoil it. I still got this beat, too. And I would make fart noises all over it just because I got it. <laughs> On the other note, Sean released two projects, I mean, two songs this week I thought was dope. Fire. Um, I don't like how DJ Academics uh, <laughs> tried to make it appear that he's going at uh, Kendrick Lamar because I don't hear that on that song. I don't hear him going at Kendrick No young rappers wanted with Kendrick. Kendrick. It was a bit of a reach. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't see it. I love that. That song is dope. Sean Spitz. My thing is this. When it comes to Kendrick, he called dudes out a couple years ago on Control, and everybody act like he wasn't talking to them. Big Sean's True song. That. Yeah. On Big Sean's song, he dissed him. Well, I won't say he dissed him, but he called out him and Jay Electronica, both on the song. And nobody ever really responded back. And like, they tap danced around that. And, and to be not perfect, redo your verse on that? He said he wasn't going to redo it. He said oh, he, it ain't the type. And look, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> I'm not coming man. behind that. With this, and with, look, and to be perfectly honest, Sean had a hard-ass verse on that song. Too. But yeah, nobody cares about it because of Kendrick's cause I of still Kendrick's care verse. about it. Kendrick's verse is dope as fuck. He won on the, that verse. But Sean had a hard-ass verse on there. And Sean had a hard-ass verse on the Khaled joint with him and Kendrick on the same song. Yeah, like, like, I will get a but, nod but, to Kendrick, but it's not by much. Like, uh, Sean holds his own. But maybe that's where the bad decision-making comes in at. Like, if you... I think maybe... Because ah, like, then, then it's like retreat. Like, if you say, uh, Kendrick's on this, I don't want to fuck Kendrick didn't get washed. No, he never gets washed. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I'm sorry. Sean didn't get washed on that. Like, you can give somebody a better verse. Uh, somebody can have a better verse. Like, so... Niggas didn't start a something on DMX album. I personally think oh, that Mace had the best verse on there. But <laughs> does Jada Kiss, does Sheik, does Styles, does DMX, are they, are they, did they get washed? No. Nah. nah. And, you know, you can, people had the arguments because uh, DMX verse was hard as fuck on there. Yeah. But I personally. That was like, a different DMX, though. He was that was a different then. Mace. That was Mace Murder that Mace was rapping. Like, that's say the, I beat niggas down with aluminum. Man. Yeah. <laughs> then I Mace put two on them. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. that's the. That was the best mace yeah, I've heard. Yeah, spit. that whole that whole uh, that was far. Yeah, Harlem World was a good ass. Like that's where it stopped and started for Mace was Harlem World. Yeah. Yeah. We bought every album. Was disappointed after disappointed. We skipped school to buy uh, <laughs> Welcome Back. It was so funny. Oh is, man! Like people remember that vi- that dumbass Mister Rogers uh, video we for Welcome school. Back. Real talk. Skip like Mace really Mace did. Cause we the impression is Mace left after his first album. He left after that second album was ass. Like yeah. it was horrible. People forget about that second yeah, album. Yeah. It was weak. Oh, what about that group album that he had? I forget what they wasn't it Harlem World? Yeah. Yeah. They had the video where they was jumping out of cannons yeah, and shit, that man. Was horrible, man. Yeah. He had to put his fam on. Yeah. I think his sister was on that. Yeah, yeah, she was. So when I look at y'all guys, the brand, um, I just feel like a hip hop vibe. And yeah. Um, yeah, y'all have any hip hop? Because clearly y'all like music. Definitely, it's like you know, like fifth grade probably had uh, what was it? In fifth grade had the because uh, my big brother was in the rap, so okay. I would just take his albums to school. And like fifth grade, uh, the uh, Jay Z Volume Two. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You had the Slim Shady LP. 
Okay. He had uh, Tupac's greatest hits. <laughs> Uh, which was like a double seat. Man, that's crazy. 20 years. Yeah. I feel old. That was like fourth or fifth grade. I was God like, damn we were, like, we're listening to that. Then. We didn't damn, I feel old now because I was in high school. I was like in ninth grade when... Uh, so you understood it. Like, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? We. I guess I didn't really get it until later on middle school. You know? I got a... So <laughs> this is funny. Uh, so when I'm, I'm debating with music or debating with anything about life, this is a question that I ask. I said, how old was you when Pac died? Mm -hmm. And if you was like <laughs> 10 or under, like I really, like we grew up in like two different, two, two different, different spectrums. Eras, you yeah. know what I mean? Like you grew up, or some people, like you grew up in a life without Pac. Yeah. Um, it was impactful to me like when he died. Like, I was hurt. Yeah. I listened to Machiavelli after he passed. When Mac, I literally listened to Machiavelli shot me. every day. For like a month, I used to sleep with that shit playing in the background. Like you like, knew what you knew exactly what you were doing the day he died. Like yeah, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. So it's like nine eleven. To yeah. You yeah, literally. I remember explain right. talking about it at the lunchroom the next we'll day never and have that experience with any. Maybe Jay Z though, Ho, because uh, Ho kind of raised us. You know, yeah, guess, if because, like, if something happens, say, so Kendrick is like in the prime of his career, right? Yeah. God forbid something right. happened. I would have that feeling like I, right. He was in his prime. Like, I mean, God damn, Kendrick. Like we never got to like. We never got the best of him. Like even, yeah, thing. even Kendrick to this point, like we still haven't seen like the best out of him. You, you know, know what I'm saying? I think Kendrick and yeah. J Cole, because those are to J. me yeah. the leaders of this, the new school, so to speak. We don't get too much from them. Like Kendrick drops a project and he goes away. Like there's exactly a mystery right. about him, so mm -hmm. to speak. Yeah. And Cole too. He's he not, really doesn't even tour like heavy to support the projects. Uh, not, not heavy recently because that one. I think two years ago he made the most money touring it out of all the rappers. Uh, but he was doing like festivals and shit. Yeah, like that. yeah. He's not about to be like I'm saying. Know. Like he ain't coming to the Joe. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He, like he, tour, he, he went. He was on Kanye tour last year. Like he's gonna do something real big or whatever. <laughs> but like I think right now. Is we oversaturate too much? I know too much about every particular artist. Some people you need that mystery from, like, um, like like a Prince. You know what I'm saying? Like Prince will put out music, but you don't see him every like it's an event when he would show up yeah. somewhere. You know so what I'm law, saying? Law of Power, I think, is 49. It's like show absence and uh, that's one of my favorite books of all yeah, time. Man. I keep absence. the 48 Laws of Power with me everywhere. I got a digital version on my yeah. phone. I got one on the computer. Yeah. Matter of fact, I think I got one in the car. Yeah. Um, it's the 49th, though. Yeah, they yeah. got the 50 made the 50th right, law. Right. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I love Robert Greene. Um, he did a book called Mastery Level, mm -hmm. which is like the after. He actually did the 40 Laws of Power, uh, the Art of Seduction, and the 33 Strategies of War, and they all are written in the same format. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's brilliant. Dope. Extremely Instead dope. of making kids read that bullshit in school, like. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know why the cage bird sings. Like, hey, make hey, a, don't knock the cage. Hey, don't, don't, I am knocking it. I am knocking it. Nah, don't, man. Don't, now you can. How many times you done picked that book up since twelfth grade? You can get rid of Macbeth, but don't get rid of. I know why the cage. <laughs> <laughs> that movie plan though. Yeah, yeah. Get rid of Macbeth. Yeah, or or um, not Macbeth. Or what's the other one? Um, they made a movie for it. Julius Caesar. Uh, it's a lot of bullshit they make you read in school. Bullshit, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Big George killing shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, like why would why did I read it? Like why, why? we got wrote up so many times when that shit was assigned. Like, was yeah, oh, Cliff Notes bought me through high school. You ain't lying. <laughs> Straight up, like just assign a book. I'm gonna go buy the Cliff Notes and I keep up. So to I'm a, 
clothing is your passion and yeah. fashion is your passion. Like yeah. we think about it, like going through school, 12 years of school or however many, mm. like how much of that prepared you for what you're doing now? Um, nothing. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe if I went to like a school that was actually the, like, but the thing is the curriculum's the same across the board, right? Mm-hmm. For yeah. the most part. So I mean, nothing. Like literally after, nothing. after I learned how to count, can do English, like write sentences and After structure. third grade, they just expounded Basic on algebra. the same shit. <laughs> right. Literally, for real. But after after you can count, read, yeah. write, but man. put sentence structure in the right format and yeah. do like basic algebra, yeah. that's pretty much. But why, why, how How come there's no teachers? I think this will change with the youth, of course. But but how come there's no teachers that like, like no, this isn't true, actually. Right. You know yeah. That go against right. teach this. Because why they'll get fired probably, right? Cause yeah, because the they curriculum. have to teach. They have to teach to the curriculum. You know what I'm which saying? It, which is bullshit, right? Yeah, I just feel like Columbus some, never touched down physically on this. No, please like, believe no. Yeah, he like, didn't even get to America. But like, when you but when you look at like the shit that you learn, like I wish I would have learned about credit and interest rates. Paul Revere didn't ride that <laughs> whole ride. Oh, like, yeah, like all this shit that we the get Boston told. Tea party. <laughs> what? It's like what all these presidents? You know what's interesting about the Boston Tea Party, right? Uh, so with all the stuff that's been going on lately, Black Lives Matter rights and everything, I'm like, why are they burning down? the stores in their own neighborhood nobody said why are they destroying their own tea like no one no said one. That. <laughs> you know what I mean? why are they throwing their own tea in the water there's so many correlations <laughs> you know? like to from what they did to what history piece itself like, oh, right, but right. now it's an you know what i'm saying now it's an issue right yeah yeah so let me ask did you have any like formal training or just like the skype yes. well first of all yeah. how did you find what made you okay. go on skype to, oh, to learn how to sew okay so when i started um there was uh, my homie named Joe. He, I, when we first started, I was like, we need some type of detail on the T-shirt mm-hmm. just to make it a little different. This was the very first shirt, so we added the tags, you know what I mean? Like, the, like everything's got, like, some sort of tag, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so we actually bought a sewing machine. He didn't know how to sew either, so we sat down with his mom in his kitchen, and she showed him how to sew. I mean, maybe 20 minutes. He still didn't really pick it up then. Mm-hmm. But then... Trial and error. As he went, I guess, you know, like maybe a week went by, just mm-hmm. practicing at the house, smoking, you know what I'm saying? And he got this stitch down, you know? And we were like, okay, it's on. And then we did that for like uh, maybe like a year or so. And then uh, he went to Texas. He had a op- job opportunity down there. And uh, I was like, well, we, I got to learn how to sew. Okay. And so I, you know. Just kind of fell into your hands. Yeah, he showed me over Skype. And actually, at that point, we were at Pockets. Okay. We were doing Pockets at that, a Pocket team, about a year in. And I just couldn't get it, you know what I'm saying? I was YouTubing. And just hit him up over Skype, and then I got it. And then I just never stopped. I have, there hasn't been a day probably since then. So it's probably been like five, four years, three years, like just sewing every day. But how important is the internet uh, into the sets of your business? It's everything. It's everything. That's that's where it started. That's where it birthed. Because it was like, um, webs- you know, we were like, we've got to get a website, you know. Right. Because that is how we had to just sell it in general, mm-hmm. you know. Of course, you sell it hand-to-hand, too, but you want to get it out there. Right. And, you know, social media is everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's like, an, that that is the wave. Not, yeah. not, not even saying it's the new wave, no. like... And if you want to sell something, you know, like some people use it to whatever, hook up with chicks. Mm-hmm. You know? 
but I see it as like a, a medium to sell things. Me and Dan had a conversation offline. It's like um, in 2016, because of the internet, you literally cut out the middleman. Oh yeah. Um, I don't need permission to get. So we put the video up online, whatever. If I want to make my own um, TV show, yeah, I bought stop. a green screen. Boom. I got yeah. software. Like, I don't need to go to a network right. and say, hey, could you please put this on TV? Yeah, exactly. I'm going straight. TV. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I literally watch more on YouTube yeah. than yeah. I do on television. Yeah, sure. And if, and the thing is, even about business, if you're not social media savvy, your business is going to die. Right. I mean, there right. there's still an avenue for brick-and-mortar businesses, yeah. but, I mean, in order to t- – you can sit at the house and – you know, shit, even for the podcast, we we here in Detroit and we touching people, you know, all across the country, the world. Yeah, all across the world. And the same thing with, with your clothing brand, like you don't need to actually have a storefront in Japan or in England or pop up shops. man. Hell yeah. Uh, like a big clothing brand that uh, 10 deep. Yeah. No 10 deep. Yep. They don't yep. have, a you know, a, a, a store. They just got a little like, gallery, you know, mm-hmm. or whatnot. But and they. Sell it to all the uh, streetwear stores or whatever. Man, that's really dope, man. Now you mentioned your love for Bape. Are there any other like streetwear lines that kind of, kind of gave you the inspiration to go at it? Uh, LRG. Okay, of course. Yeah, because I since like middle school loved LRG. (laughs) Loved LRG. LRG. Probably that's it. Okay. What's hot right now? Bape still. Supreme. All really. I know Supreme definitely. Um, I. I was like, uh, when I saw the babes that they the Air Ones with the, I was like, I don't know about this. They that they all their collabs like they got a collab almost like almost every other week or something. Mm. So it's cool. I like babe, but I mean, I would never pay that price, man. It's crazy because I know it goes into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you know the behind the scenes, like uh, totally I feel like I'm getting. Man. Yeah, it, like it makes you look at things a little bit differently. Way different. Right. Yeah. Way different. So. It's just over. So, you know, the stars line up 10 years from now. Where do you see business? Where would you like for things to be for you? Uh, Like 10 times bigger than now. So 10 years from now, it'd be cool to have a store, you know, where you can come. Uh, it could be, uh, you know, um, like a place where it wouldn't just be clothing, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It a probably, flagship. Exactly. You know, uh, other other things going on. Uh could be an arcade or something on one side. Who knows? Dope. But that's 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so. What would be the ideal location? Where would you want to put, like, your first flagship store? You know, I you got to bring it back home. You yeah, got to bring it back Detroit, home. It depends, I guess. It'd be dope. Detroit, mate. Eh, you know what I'm saying? It, I don't it know how successful that is. If it's popping, but put it? Austin's really cool, man. And they're always on the incline. You say know, Austin? Man. Austin, Texas, okay. yeah. Well, that's where South By is. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, that makes and, sense. And they, yeah, the whole uh, vibe out there is kind of like they're into new stuff. You know? Okay. But hopefully 10 years from now it won't be a new thing, you know. Hopefully it'll be like a, a common thing. So some people tell me that Japan is ahead of us in fashion. Like we get all our stuff from Japan. How true is that? Uh, as far as style, I don't. Or I, jeans and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean the denim's definitely better because uh, they're resources. But, I mean, I guess it's subjective, you know what I mean? Depends what kind of fashion you're into. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they're definitely high on fashion, you know. it's. It, I guess if a trend, I don't know. I don't really see no trends going over there that come over here. I don't know much about it, be yeah, honest, man. I like, I just look at shit like, man, that look dope. I, I, I mess with that. Yeah, I, yeah. With, yeah, I, I think that's across the board with most people, you know what I mean? I don't think that 
people are really on that no more. But you remember, it used to be like a day and time. Like, I'm only fucking with. Uh, yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? I'm only wearing guests. I'm only yes. wearing Nautica. And I then, think like, the the, internet ruined it. Ruined all that, you know what I mean? I can't really even say it ruined it. Like, it just oh, yeah, kind of opened. It, it opens you up to, yeah. you know, completely you different, had to rock different options. That was, quote unquote, guaranteed, quote unquote, cool. Mm-hmm. This particular person said this was cool, so now we can wear it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and and fashion think, choices were a lot more limited, like pre-internet age, like when you could only get up and take your ass to the mall. Stuff, like yeah. that's all you could fuck with. You know what like, I'm saying? When I was younger, like Nautica was the shit. Like mm-hmm. you couldn't tell me nothing about Nautica. So I would work for two weeks and get on the Evergreen bus to Fairlane and go buy one Nautica shirt, and I was straight. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? I'd for go, another two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> like two weeks at a time, give me a Nautica shirt or whatever. Or when you had the Nautica jacket, because I ain't had Ah, man, that windbreaker. Yeah. 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 So Wait, I, hold on, remember when it had the, like the little uh, buoy on it, uh, man? I had, to, I had the one right up underneath that one, because I couldn't, I couldn't afford that one. Like, I had like a little pullover. Like a little pullover uh, joint. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it was... I couldn't afford that shit, but like when you had yeah. that, it was like Jesus. Yeah. You had made that nautical boy with that right. big ass. Woo! You're scared yeah, to ride the bus with that shit. Man, I would have loved to ride it. <laughs> like y'all see this, y'all see this, but yeah, yeah. you know, fashion is something that is ever changing. Yeah, constantly, um, for sure. Yeah, it it changes, but like some trends, just like ne- like classic fashion just never dies. You know what I'm saying? Like trend trends will change, but like classic shit stays forever. Polo been out for. Like when is it going away? Well, I did see this week online uh, some uh, millennials or whatever. They was I was seeing a bunch of retweets where they was calling like Polo, like no, you Polo. dumb fools, you but, dumb fools. But hey, I'm about to, I'm 34 years old, so I'm I come from a different era. I don't know that 19 year olds still think that shit cool. You know what I'm saying? I personally don't see see fuck it with right. these kids things, man. <laughs> fuck with but, these kids. You know what I'm saying? When you was 19, you wasn't trying to dress like a 35-year-old. No, so, but I mean, when you look at, like... like I don't I personally s- think it's going to... Like, Tim's ain't going nowhere. No, right. Like, polo shirts and... Like, Levi's. some shit just is there. I fuck with yeah. Levi's. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Levi's always remain... Like, they may not be at the forefront, solid but, like, they're... Ne- yeah, that's a solid, solid pair of jeans. Solid. It's affordable, yeah. and it's never going nowhere. So, is the next move into denim, possibly? Um, I've messed around with some denim. Last summer, I had some denim shorts come out. Okay. They were dope. They were really dope. A lot of people liked them. Uh, but yeah, I would like to do some denim. That's dope. You know, like eventually a full line of uh, jeans or something, you know? Okay. Now, your team that's here with us, like, is this the operations? Like, you all do everything from A to Z? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I do everything, you know what I'm saying? And then... So I order a shirt online. You yeah. have you I have sewn it, it, packaged it, shipped it out to me. myself. Stuff. Yes. Damn. Everything. That's got to be a labor intensive process. Site, every picture. Every shot at all. Yeah, I was on the site the other day. Um, yeah, me too. You guys are gearing up for. Yeah. Um, that's what's up. It's all in house. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We don't try to completely cut the middleman out. I mean, 100%. you definitely are doing that. Yeah. <laughs> like that that's gotta yeah. that's gotta save on there's, over. there's no yeah. shipping jobs overseas here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For real. So but but that's gotta make it, you know, taxing on terms of fulfilling orders and shit too, like that you're doing everything from A to Z though. What do you mean? Like you get the order, you yeah. you're putting everything together, shipping it out, yeah. like that's all on you. Yeah. I mean, that's gotta be a process. Yeah, but it's yeah. but it's uh, it's 
to a point where it's like routine. You know okay. what I mean? It's it's uh I guess it don't feel like work if you love like right. yeah. No, it's definitely not cuz you you get up every day and you want to do it. It's more of a craft now. Yeah, it's yeah. A craft. yeah. You, know, you just try to hone it. You know, you get better and better and better the more you make, you know what I mean? And so uh yeah, it's not it's not bad though because it, like I said it's a process so you might do uh say you get this order of shirts so this this has this type of pattern. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? This has this type of pattern. And then you just cut them out, you know what I mean? And then that might get hemmed when that gets hemmed. Okay. So it's just everything is a process. That gets sewn, you know, with white thread. Oh, this needs white thread too. So you just do that with the white thread or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Um. So do you have like um every year y'all do like a different line? or uh, Every couple months. Okay. Like I try to put out like 30 pieces like every couple months. You know okay. I don't really try to ever stop, you know. I got to keep, especially with the way the internet is today, you got to constantly keep putting content out. Got to feed, got to yeah, feed the beast. Gotta feed, yeah. <laughs> feed the beast. Yeah. For sure. It's almost like music in a sense. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, whatever. But but in the same sense, some pieces stick around a little longer and they still sell, you know. But I do try to change it. And so there will always be like 100 items okay. on the site. And then every three months, a new 30 or a new 20 or a new set, you know. Okay. Hey, you got to stay ahead of the curve. Yeah, I, and try to stay with the seasons, too. Okay, know? yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So you already working with, we in fall hot. now, so yeah. you're already working on summer's looks? Yeah, uh, yeah, that, but then you got the holiday that's actually in production. The okay. Ho- and that'll be, Spring. like, December 1st, first week of December. Any yeah. any uh, hot items you can you can throw out there that we should be on the look for? Uh, yeah, there's like uh, like the plaid um, plaid button up. Uh, the sleeves are plaid with like the elastic cuff, mm-hmm. but it's a button up. Okay, I've been into that because no. like most button ups, you know, you got the cuff on the button. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you throw the elastic on it, kind of gives it like a um, athletic feel a little bit. Uh, banded collar, but uh, those are dope. And uh, what else? I don't know. There's some. It's all dope. Yeah. Yeah, the hat I'm wearing right now is gonna come out. Um, the beanie that you brought today is is is, is really dope. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. I mean, it, I think you are the. This is the first guest that came bearing gifts. So we should start <laughs> making this a tradition. <laughs> Pay homage when right, you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like that was a good look. We were like when we saw you all out in the parking lot, like because, you know, we can say it now. Like we had never. We just talked back and forth via social media. We had never seen, you know, what you guys look like. Didn't really know what to expect. Right. So, like, I, when we pulled up together, no, I was like, like I think. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, like, I was, he was telling them, like, they definitely don't think I'm a white dude. Definitely did. <laughs> no, he no. Was like, we, like, I see my man in the car with the shirt. He's like, is that him? I was like. We like, didn't know. I was like, you know. <laughs> I like it could be like yeah. I, I like I never asked well, like yeah. I, you know what I'm saying and then to a certain it's like funny. it don't really matter you know what I'm yeah, saying? So, yeah. but like but that was the big thing like we like we just waited on somebody to get here like we had no clue because who was coming or what you might look yeah I mean we got I I came out with the Nat Turner piece right. you know? yeah, yeah. I yeah. Even, I've never even seen a Nat Turner shirt you know what I mean but 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 mm. when I got hit to the story a couple years ago. I'm like, why am I, why am I 24 just knowing about this? Right. You know what I mean? And then, so, yeah. I wouldn't say, do you, have you seen uh, Birth of a Nation? Of course, yeah. I've seen it twice, actually. I love it, man. I uh, want to go back and see it. I saw it um that opening weekend yeah. uh, when I was up in Saginaw. Yeah. Um, It wasn't that many people in the theater at the time. People wasn't, I think people were kind of like, 
I don't want to say scared, but they're cautious to gravitate to something like that. Whereas it's not is not as popular for the masses as like the bullshit. Like you, if you wanted to go see Medea first opening weekend, that shit was slapping and it was it was banged out. You had to. Order your tickets in advance. Doc, what is it? Doctor Strange is coming out right. this weekend. What I heard was really good. Right. You're, you're, you're uh, AKA's conspiracy realist. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so did you see the video about where in top five, Chris Rock's top five, I think? Uh huh. They talk, there's a scene where there's like a political movie or something, and then there's like a Medea Halloween type movie uh-huh. showing in top five. You have to go back and wow. just YouTube it, but it's on there, and, and there's like, oh, yeah, no one's going to see this. Oh, this one's sold out or something like that. I fucking hate Tyler so Perry movies, dog. I hate Tyler Perry movies. <laughs> so because I am the uh, conspiracy... Hey, man, if, if I got to dress like a woman to make a dollar, I'm straight on that dollar. All right. Straight up, like you, never even, right. you, you're not gonna put you're not gonna put me in a dress in a wig. Yeah, I'm a I'm a motherfucking man. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, like you can't take that shit away from me, and I'm not putting on a dress, some fake titties, and a wig to make a dollar. Like I'm just not gonna do it. Man, somebody sent me. Um, damn, it's gone. Uh, so because I'm the conspiracy guy, right? Uh, somebody sent me, uh, and I was about to read it, but it, it's. That's crazy because it's exactly gone out of uh, so they sent it. Basically, they said they were watching um, Jamie Foxx and Annie. I never watched the Jamie Foxx version of Annie, right? But apparently, in that in that movie, he is like some rich uh, guy um, and he's running for mayor, like a la Donald Trump type of thing. Um, and uh, something happened where. His one of his products start like catching fire, like a la the Samsung Galaxy phones. Uh, like everything that was like happening right now, he said something like, "I've never watched the movie, but I gotta go watch it for the." the Jamie Foxx's Annie. He's like, the, I guess, the bad guy in the uh, okay, in the right. Annie movie, whatever. I had no the story of Annie. Yeah, but uh, it was interesting. I'm like, I gotta go watch it now because it was just so many. And I right. wish I had it so I can read it, but yeah, it's gone. Conspiracies, are like, bah, bah, yeah, bah. yo. We ain't even gonna get Jay started on conspiracies because we got we got one that we've argued argued about like mm-hmm. since since I've really known you. Nah, at least for the at least we've argued about this shit at least for the past what couple months. I don't even know if I want to say what. What is it? The oh. the, the world, <laughs> and I just leave I'm not it at getting, that. I'm not getting into that right Flat now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let's just. I'm not getting into that right around. now. I'm not getting into that. Have you guys? Right have you guys? Have you guys taken a look at the sim sim uh, universe like that theory? No, nah, it was a simulation. Yes, 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 definitely. Yeah, I've yes, looked at. I've, I've looked. <laughs> you'll be watching for six hours. I've right? looked at everything. Look hey, right, me too. I'm the same way. Man. So there is one thing. Uh, <laughs> so it's this one thing on YouTube that I did watch about a month or two ago. It's called. So Google this. Go on YouTube yeah. and type this in. It's called "No Trees on Flat Earth." No trees on flat Earth. Yeah, that title in, in itself is a weird title, sure. but when you actually watch it, it. I did not. I don't have an explanation for this shit. Uh, I was like, I I never thought about this shit before. And I'm like, man, "Mm." fuck you on these theories. That's interesting. (laughs) But, you know, that's the tinfoil hat. uh, That's funny. uh, That's it. That's it, right? Yeah, that's it. Okay. But, uh, man, I appreciate you guys for coming through, man. Yeah, man. And next time you, like, we always open it up. Like, if you want to come back and fuck with us, like, oh, come fuck sure. with us. Sure. I mean, I love the show, man. Yeah, man, we appreciate it. Yeah, you know, we sure. we got the drinks. 
Uh, good company. Yeah. You know, uh, we always got some bullshit to talk about. Uh, plug all your social media yeah. and everything. Yeah, the uh, website is HowYouClothing.com. Um, Instagram is HowYouClothingCo. It's H-I-G-H-Y-O-U Clothing Co. And then the Twitter is HowYouClothing. That's about it. Man. Oh, uh, Snapchat, HowYouClothing. Okay, cool, cool. Have like to follow you guys, man. I'm going to be Definitely. retweeting and, and posting you, everything. Yeah. I, I and we appreciate y'all just coming through, to, coming through to kick it with us. I mean, yeah. it's always... You know, as Likewise. as the podcast grows, like it's always good to to have some guests here to to give us some different uh, opinions on our normal shit, and it just adds a adds a whole nother look to the show, man. So, yeah. like, and I just want to help share dope things that shit I think mm-hmm. is dope. I just want to get that out because we are the new wave. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I appreciate people getting on on while while the elevator is on the bottom floor. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not because this shit is only going up. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast. But Say it again. We are Jay and Dame. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, is, is it that time already? Dame Gone Wild on Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram. Uh, I feel like I'm missing something. Uh, Shop Talk Podcast on Instagram. Shop Talk Pod on um, Facebook. It's Jay Johnson 313 on Instagram. Hold on. on I think we. Twitter. You, you know what we missed again? What episode is this? Is this, this num- is my episode 20? Yeah. We've been slipping the last two weeks. We didn't We didn't say that episode. Episode 20. Yeah. That's a long time, man. No, nah, not really. It's only like five months. Four. Hey, four that's consistent. It's consistent. Every yeah, week. week in, week out. And like, it takes. You know, I understand, like, it take, it's a huge commitment to sit down and dedicate, like, an oh, hour, man. hour and a half of your time just to listen to us, you know, kind of shoot the shit. But, like, we appreciate it. Like, it's only it's only going to get bigger and better in the near future. Yeah. We got a lot of dope-ass guests lined up. Uh, shout out to my homeboy, uh, DJ Soko, lining up our probably our next feature with uh, Nolan and Ninja. And I'll probably get Soko to call in, too, because they're doing some big things as far as, you know, when I talked about like that, you know, pre before proof, after proof, like he is that on that next wave of upcoming Detroit rappers putting out some dope ass quality music. So we can't wait to get you on, fam. Absolutely. Um, I'm throwing the shout out. I'm throwing the 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 request line out to my homeboy. Mo Dirty. You know, we got to get you in the studio real soon, fam. I know you'll be back in Detroit. In a couple of weeks, so I'm gonna be reaching out to you so we can get you in here. Uh, you don't belong in Detroit. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. A, I still love that song and it, the video. And and he got and he got like a dope ass line of, yeah, of shirts, shirts also. So I mean he and he's lived like he the shit that we used to talk about living that rapper life being it like he he put the rubber to the road and he did that all shit. The and smack I'm, battles, all the yeah, and and that's my homeboy. Like I've known him damn near twenty years. So I mean I've seen. The inception all the way to what it is now. Uh, who else we got coming up? DJ Cool Breeze. Yeah, DJ Cool Breeze is definitely stopping through. Uh, we got my man Fred from um, Die Rich. Everybody, uh, everybody eats the whole nine. And we uh, still throwing out positive vibes because we got a big guest that we trying to secure. Like, and this should be huge yeah. if we if we get them in here. But we gonna get them in because either you gonna get down or you gonna lay the fuck down. Because we're not going to give you no choice. Damn going wild. Yeah, yeah. I live this shit. <laughs> I live this shit. Uh, like I say every week, man, God cover the earth, I cover the turf. And uh, we appreciate y'all for checking in, man. we check with y'all next week. Yeah. Peace.